Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Bull Nation Live podcast. I am your host, Edgar De Jesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, which is giving me some Google eyes over here, too. By the way, we're on the same camera, so everybody can see your Google. Google. Are, are you I'm wearing, just, I'm just you trying wearing, to figure out, you've read this you, intro. We talk about you, you screwing you up the intro. Are you wearing your blue eyes? I'm not wearing my blue you know, eyes. No I'm wearing blood. my... Mama, I'm, I'm all natural Mama, today, please, baby. Come on, I'm all natural. And the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas, which is, he's been punished and he's all the way on the other side uh, yeah. of the table today. Yeah. He looks like yes. he's in trouble over yes. on the other side. Is that punishment? It's the cool kid oh. side. Oh. <laughs> cool kid side. That's right. Thanks for that, Spider. Spider with the he's zinger. On, he's on fire today, he Spider. Is. I think we're going to have to throw a couple zingers out towards Spider this oh morning. God. I'm, I'm many, expecting it. You've probably read that intro like 400,000 times. You mm -hmm. still don't have it memorized. I memorize it, but when you start looking at me with those, like, I'm in love eyes kind right. of things, and you start bad. Did you see that? Your, he was like this. Your like, heart starts like, racing. Just, he was like, it throws me off. It throws yeah. me off my game. He's yeah. got lashes for days. Yeah, see? Yeah. See that? Thank see? You. Thank you. Do you call him Google eyes because he's like searching your soul? Yeah. <laughs> I say googly eyes, googly. but if you say Google eyes, he's searching for something. Because he, he, yeah, he wants to know it all. So he's Googling down into those eyes, not googly eyes there. Anyways, welcome everybody. We are talking to Kathy Belcourt and she is the director of sales of Aquatech. And she comes to us all the way from freaking Canada. We are super excited to have you here today. So I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and trends in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blu-ray, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Raypack, and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. Mr. Zacharias, good morning. I'm just at a loss for words <laughs> over here after that whole back and forth. I don't know if I can hang out with you guys anymore. Good morning. I'm excited to be here at MZ today with you guys. And uh, I've had a fun, a very eventful and fun time here in Dallas over the last few days. And I'm sad to go later today, but we'll kick off my leaving with a bang and get into it today. So Kathy, thank you for coming. and Thank you for having me. And you also have very nice eyelashes. Thank you. <laughs> John, good morning. I'm having a wonderful morning. And look, I'm actually very excited for this podcast. As you can see, this is already unorthodox the way we started it. And I know we're just going to have an amazing time. Kathy, it was a pleasure meeting you last night, just talking with you and your whole attitude towards life and your personality is just amazing. It's infectious. It's just hard not to be happy around you. And I think you are a mastermind in your field and what you do. And I enjoyed our conversation that we had yesterday and just talking shop and 
can't wait to let everybody know who you are on our podcast and so they can see what type of person you are. Really the amazing work you do up in Canada. Thank you for your kind words. And I'm also glad that I gave you a disease of enthusiasm and no other diseases because you got Jamie, so mama's got you taken oh, care of. It's all go. good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this podcast. This is going to be great. Usually I'm the oddball out, right? We have Edgar and we have Zach especially. It was like church boys, right? And then I'm like Satan reincarnated on the podcast and everybody's going, well, what's John going to say? What's John going to say? Now I have my partner in crime. So I'm looking forward to it. And we cannot forget Alicia. You are amazing. Oh, you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come out here and to see Kathy and to sit down with us at the podcast studio. You are a wealth of information as well. And I think you are an unsung hero in our industry. And I've expressed that on multiple occasions. And I'm very happy that at least some of the service guys in that haven't gotten to know you now get to experience like the course that you taught with us over at the Western show. And We've had nothing but amazing reviews on the instruction course that you have on our app as well, too. So you are a wealth of knowledge, and thank you so much, and a wonderful person as well. So thank you for taking the time to drive down here. You were saying you haven't been home for two weeks, and you took the time to come out here <laughs> to sit with us and do the podcast and to see Kathy, too. Just shows the dedication you have and, and what an amazing person you are. So thank you for coming out. I am very happy to be here. Excited to finally do this in person instead of sitting in front of my computer at home with somebody counting how many cats. How many cats, right? <laughs> Kathy, good morning. So many jokes. <laughs> how are you? I'm super great. Thank you so much for having me here. And thank you so much for having probably the best gift that the industry has given me. And that's a great relationship with partners in general, but Alicia in particular. Like The industry is so inspiring in what it gives to you as a human. And when it gives you more humans that you truly connect with and get inspired by, it's such a great place to be. And you guys did that one more time by having Alicia here today. It's a, and it's a great surprise. Like, just over the moon happy. Great. And I'll let Alicia tell the story of what we did here. But Alicia, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're doing great. I'm not sure if it's morning, night, or somewhere <laughs> in between, quite honestly. I started my day yesterday morning in Seattle, and I haven't slept yet. So if I uh, misstep, please just talk it up to no sleep and move on. But I'm very happy to be here. Yes. So for everybody watching and listening, so Alicia and Kathy are very good friends. And so we were talking about having Kathy on the podcast, and Alicia was, she's, oh my God, she's going to be out. And I'm like, Alicia, why don't you come out? And her schedule is just completely crazy, literal to the point that she... The only way that she could get here was she was traveling somewhere. She would take a red eye, land at 9.30 here in DFW, and meet us at the studio at 11 o'clock to surprise Kathy. So, of course, at that moment, we're like, we're all in. I think we did a great job at keeping it quiet, not even giving any hints of Alicia during that time. So it was fun, and I will have to post the video on Instagram I do want to give a big, huge shout out here to Spider. Thank you for taking care of us. Spider, do you have a sensor button back there? No, I am the sensor. You are the sensor. Because I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be going on this podcast today. So 
Well, so I think, the people on the live are going to enjoy it then. <laughs> yeah, the, the people that are listening later, yeah. that I might know. not have as much fun as we have in here. I hope Spider's the sensei of sensors today. <laughs> He's got to be the expert. Yep. So, anyways. Well, prepare your tequila shots, and let's plan what the drinking game is going to be. Is it every time that I curse or John curses, are, are we going to do shots at oh, home? I can't those drink at that home. much this early in the morning. <laughs> I was watching a great documentary this morning about bourbon and I was thinking about you and then magically you show up. It's just you put yourself together because you were so much in my head. You just magically appeared. Well, and it was, if there's bourbon involved, I don't really right? waste any time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Edgar, we're hijacking your podcast. No, not at all. And by the way, John, just to let you know, there's a drinking game in Canada. Yes. Called the low hanging fruit. Really? And anytime that you say low hanging fruit, they take a drink up well, yeah, in Canada. Shots. Yep. Absolutely. The Pool Nation podcast is renowned within my circle of humans. And I have said... You're kidding no. me. Come on, you're pulling my chain. Nope, right? nope. I swear on my life. So I have said low-hanging fruit for many years. And it can sometimes be a trigger word for some of the younger folk because I yep. say it so often. And then they started this like drinking game. It can be shots of espresso. It can be shots of other fun stuff. It just depends on the time of day. And then when I introduced the team to the Pool Nation podcast, they were like, well, for fuck's sakes, of course you love this guy. He says low-hanging fruit as much as you do. <laughs> low-hanging fruit. <laughs> low-hanging fruit. There's, there's going to be a lot of drunks in Canada. Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. Absolutely. And they are, so it's good Friday at home, so nobody's working. So that means 5 o'clock starts at 5 a.m. and not 5 p.m. So... All my little ducks and ducklings, you better be at home. And that's so far, I don't know how many low-hanging fruits. Spider, is that six? I think it's a six. So okay, far. yeah, so six shots better be down those teeny tiny mouths or mama's okay. going to be very upset with you. Oh, <laughs> and here's awesome. what we would like you to do is please take a picture on Instagram and we'll just have to reshare all those shots. I personally don't encourage that on Good Friday. What? That's what you guys do in Canada. Then <laughs> If it's summer moon... Can you imagine me with six shots of espresso? Yeah, I totally can. It would be a party. Can you imagine? I'd be like climbing the walls up here in the studio. You're finished tearing that down that building next door. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Some property manager will be coming in here with a espresso. I heard you. This is all you needed. Imagine me on cops being arrested on six shots of espresso. Bad boys, bad boys. Oh, what you gonna that do? would be awesome. Kathy, we're super excited that you are here. So for everybody listening and watching, I had the honor of going out to the BioGuard conference. Alicia and Jamie invited me out there and never exposed to the retail side of the industry. And what was really interesting, how many of our brothers and sisters are out there at a lot of the legacy stores, but a lot of them, I want to say the majority that of them that I talked to, they all had service, they all had builder side, they all had some element of what we do. And it was great watching the energy in that room. It just reminded me of the Pool Nation Awards where everybody gets together and everybody's shaking hands and it it's just has this completely different vibe in there. I don't think I've ever seen somebody get as many hugs as Alicia. She must have gotten, <laughs> I swear, I'm telling you, she could probably got 300 hugs that I saw. But you could see the energy in the room. And so we're going out to dinner and we're one car short, so I just ordered a Suburban on the Uber a app. Bourbon? And, uh, I got a Bourbon <laughs> for Alicia and a Suburban for us to it go there. It did sound like you say, I yeah. ordered a, us a, a Bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> That's, that yeah. is yeah. what yeah. it sounded like. So, See, my disease of drinking is absolutely <laughs> contagious. Even a guy like you is talking about Bourbon. So I sit in the Suburban in the front seat, and then the car is just completely full of people that I don't know. And all of a sudden, I think Jamie said, hey, Kathy, 
Edgar's in the car with the Pool Nation podcast or whatever, and she's all the way in the last seat in the back. And the very first words out of her mouth was like, oh my God, I have a brain boner right now. (laughs) And everybody just busted up in the car. And my only thought, was that a compliment? Or did she like (laughs) physically look at me and say, I can only get a brain boner here, you know? (laughs) It was said with love and adoration and all of the blood in my body went straight to my brain because you're inspiring. So pretty much she's saying that it's only a brain boner, right? That other than that, it's just... No comment. No comment. I save all my other boners for other people. (laughs) (laughs) So Kathy and I spent a whole bunch of time talking at the event and uh, literally it was like 30 minutes into our conversation. I'm just, I go over to Lish and I go, we have to have her on the podcast. She's just, personality is amazing, but the amount of knowledge that she has within the industry and what she does is amazing. When we actually invited her over, we were super excited that you said yes. Here we are today, and I think that's been building up, right, Alicia, since all that For in sure. January? Since January, yeah. And so, yeah. so I have to tell you that we're definitely super excited that you are here today. So thanks for coming down all the way from Canada. And boy, are my arms tight. Let me tell you, it's cold up there. <laughs> First time I met Kathy was in Winnipeg, where that's where she's from. That's where the store is and everything. And I'd never been up there, and I was running a product trial. So I come waltzing in and... We had met each other and we connected immediately. But so this the first time I was in there it was fall, I think. Yeah, the first it was like October. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, she says this. Welcome to Winnipeg, where you can watch your dog run away for three days <laughs> <laughs> because it's the flattest place yeah. on the planet. <laughs> and I was like, is that on the tourist brochure? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> And then you came back, and I mentioned that your coat was not quite Manitoba in November appropriate. It was a little chilly. I was fine until uh, I went in the backyard to look at a spa, and I did what the Canadians call a booter. Do you know what a booter is? I have no idea. I didn't either until I went knee-deep in a snowbank, and the snow all went over the top of my boot down down into my shoe. So that was first spa up on a very cold, very long day. So by the end of the day, my foot was frozen off and I was explaining to Kathy what happened. She goes, oh, it's a booter. I'm like, you have a name for that? Yeah, let it never be I mean, said. I mean, I called didn't... it living hell, but you call it a booter. So. <laughs> it sounds cute. Yeah. Let it never be said that you don't learn anything when you come to Canada. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> so with that said, I actually have a couple questions. So because here's in... When we had the boys on from Australia, we talked about some of the different terms that they say out there, and I'm sure the Canadians have a lot of different sayings. So I did a little research, and I wanted to find out from John, Zach, and Alicia if they knew what some of these terms are. And obviously, you'll have to tell us what they are, because I have no idea. I like this game, but I hope I don't get stumped. <laughs> I feel like the are weight you of- sure you want to do this game right now? <laughs> Spider, can you please have that sensor button ready, please? <laughs> The weight of the nation is on my shoulders and Justin Trudeau is going to kick me out. (laughs) The handsomest prime minister in history is going to be like, that girl doesn't belong here. Send her to Australia. That's where she belongs. All right. So what is chirping and beaking? Chirping and beaking. What is that? We can't use our phone. Yeah, you cannot use your phone. I have a guess. Yeah, no, googly eyeing. Go ahead. Is it like the equivalent of bitching and moaning? It's actually pretty kind of close. Yeah. Pretty close. Kind of close. Yeah. All right. John, Zach, want to elaborate since she gave up a little bit? Hey, don't Google that. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to Google it, look into John's eyes. <laughs> Let me Google that, John. You can find all the answers right there. <laughs> no guess, John? Oh, 
if I were to guess, it uh-huh. would be like, I would think like chirping is like calling. Okay, calling. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good it's guess. It's not bad. So it's uh, primarily in hockey, but it pertains to all other parts of life. So chirping and beaking is when you're trash talking your opponent up close. And it's like, you know nothing. And your mama doesn't love you. And you smell chirping and beaking. So are you chirping and beaking? That's what I I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you, stop chirping and beaking. I'm always chirping and beaking. What I, you guys do to lost. Zach? On a daily basis, oh, yeah. that's chirping and beaking. No, I don't think John's ever been quiet a day in his life. So I'm next now. Okay. Okay. So Kathy, in this room, who do you think wears gotch, gitch, or gone? Holy cow! <laughs> and Edgar, Zach, do you know what that means? I have absolutely... That's not an American word? No. no. A, a gotch? What was it? A gotch? Gitch or gone. A, Sounds a like something off gaunch. Harry Potter. A gaunch. A gaunch? That, it's it's like, like a robe or like a, a gaunch. I, I'm wearing my gaunch. My, no. my, my brain... My, my brain. <laughs> it's even funnier because of how you said it. Sweet Jesus. Give me strength. <laughs> it's probably... Gonna, I'm probably going to regret I said that, but... I have, I have no idea. Spider, do you have any idea what the heck that is? I'm going with different types of underwear. Different types of <gasps> Honorary underwear. Honorary Canadian spider, I'm taking you home to mama. <laughs> <laughs> so I, she I likes them right. young, oh and she does, she does like the eight-legged creatures. So. <laughs> I, I was actually a little bit afraid because John came up with this one, and he's wearing his gaunch. So I'm like, you know what? It's Friday. <laughs> I'm staying quiet. I'm staying out of this one. So what is it? Yeah, it's men's underwear. Men- any yeah. type of men's underwear? Yeah, just so men's? boxers, briefs, literally anything. Oh, so anything. like when my nephews were little, they were obsessed with their man bits, which mm-hmm. all of you are, maybe. I'm not sure, but I don't have the bits, but I'm Still. guessing. Yeah, <laughs> right. There you go. This so, conversation took a turn. <laughs> they wouldn't invite me if they wanted to be PG. Let's just say that. We're saving that for golf. So they, when they were little and you were potty training them, one of them would never go to the bathroom in public places. So I'd have a purse full of Cheerios. And you'd throw them into the toilet so he'd have to sink the Cheerios so that he'd actually pee in public places to get him over the mental thing. And then I would be like, hey, what gitches do you have on today? Like, you got the Batmans or the Supermans or, like, you're rocking some, some Spider-Man down there? Getcha, Spider. <laughs> um, anyway, and so you're talking about gitches all the time. And there's a lot of women that are offended by the word pants. So we actually call, in our family, we call any underwear gitch. Yeah. Because it's less offensive to the women in my family. I'm fine with the P word, but whatever. My question is, why is John asking who he thinks in this room he w- is he, wearing and then he gitches? went And he said Edgar and Zach. He didn't ask anybody right, else. Right, technically all of us, because I call, but they're technically men's. I just think that John wanted to know if we wear underwear, and he was <laughs> trying to blend it into the conversation, so... Doll, y'all go ca- like commando in California? Is that how it works? Summertime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> next one. What is a gong show or a gonger? <laughs> Zach, where, Zach, where did you come up with that? <laughs> a gong show. <laughs> that I don't even. I'm not even going to attempt to answer that one because my, my answer is going to be very. Or a gonger. <laughs> a gong show. Maybe like a concert. Oh, she used the word show. No. So say what's on your mind. No, uh, no okay. not. We'll but, edit it out of the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not, he says. You, you can just replace the first letter with another letter. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, no, no it's no swing and dink up in there. No. <laughs> okay. Alicia, any idea? I think it's like when something goes 
completely wrong. Like a shit show? Like yeah, a like shit a shit show. show. Oh, yeah, 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 like like it's gone. It's that's a gong it, show here today. And that's why you're my sister who I love. Yeah, so I was going to say, this is a gong show. This right now, this moment in time where it's like a fun herding of kittens, crazy. Now, if a person is a gong show, because you can say... Oh, bless her heart. She's a bit of a gong show. Now, bless you her know. heart is Southern. That yeah. is not Canadian. I, I'm, I'm trying to bring it up because it, it pertains to so much it in does. life these days. It's really a thing. Yeah. So if a human is a gong show, she's a shit show or he's a shit show. Step away, ladies. That boy's a gong show. But this is a gong show. It's like a little bit of chaos, but really it's meant with love and fun. My problem is I take these all, I, when I think of these, I'm like literally like thinking of someone with a gong and the show chirping and baking. I'm thinking of birds. And, and but, but that's exactly what it is. Canadians are simple folk. Like <laughs> chickens or birds are like chirping and beacon and they're always at each other. Makes and that's sense. exactly yeah, what that it is. Okay. And then well, gong show is from like the gong show where you would have, was it a trivia show or something? I'm showing my age where... You'd have like a talent yeah. ring, and then they ring the gong. Yeah. And if, if you got kicked out because you were a shit show, you know, like you were on the gong show. So get Edgar, you need to get a gong in here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we would have hit it like 10 times yeah, already. I'm not getting invited back. So the gong won't pertain. As soon as walk, we walk in, spiders hitting it going, just, just <laughs> leave just for leave. the day. Just say, gosh. In, so, in my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so in post, if I curse, can you just put a gong there instead of the F word? There you go. Yeah. I think spider might have one already, so he might just press that button in there. I'm so. looking for it. All right. <laughs> All right. So here, Kathy, I used to watch How I Met Your Mother, and Robin was from Canada and talked about a couple of things that I'm not quite sure if they're real or not. And she's actually from Canada. Like that actress really is Canadian. Canada? Yeah. I need your opinion. I need you to tell me if these are real or not. Okay. Uh -oh. Wait, 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 wait. You're going to keep it PG? Or I can see in your face that we're no, going this is somewhere. No, this is on network television. Okay. Right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay. This is network television. Okay. I, so I'm assuming these are these are not offensive. Okay. I'm assuming. But okay. I'm just trying Everything to in Canada is offensive. Right? So here we go. <laughs> but they're interesting. <laughs> the first one. What is a two-handed Zamboni? <laughs> So bear in mind, I'm an old married lady. And so I haven't had to do a two-handed Zamboni for many years because you don't have to do that once you put a ring on it. I'm not sure that's PG, John. I don't know. But technically a Zamboni is like the thing that cleans yeah. the ice. And so it can either be like the sexual thing or it can be like a Zamboni that's big enough that you have to steer with two hands. Two so you hands. can't just okay. be smoking. Yeah, like, So John yeah. could do it because you can't smoke. No, because when it. you're a Canadian, when you mm -hmm. smoke, you just have the smoke hanging out of your mouth and then you're just you're like doing one of those. Yeah, you just have to make sure you're downwind or you get smoke in your eyes and it sucks. Does everybody have Zambonis in Canada? Only if your rink is big enough. <laughs> All right, number two. Here we go. <laughs> a reverse Rick Moranis. <laughs> I've not heard of that before. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that might be a Quebec thing because Rick Moranis is from Quebec. So Quebec is a couple provinces over. They speak primarily French. Manitoba, where I'm from, has the second highest French population outside of Quebec. But I'm not that French. I'm married to a half French guy, but I've never had to do whatever that is. You want to say the next one or shall I continue? I'll let you continue because this is just up your alley. Right. <laughs> a Montreal petting zoo. Oh, don't know that one either. But again, a Quebec oh, thing. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. I'm going to have to do some Googling. See, I'm sorry, Mr. Trudeau. I knew I would <laughs> embarrass the country. Out. I'm totally what? getting kicked out. Can I come live with you? Sure. Come <laughs> <Yeah. on. laughs> what is the Northwest Passage? Okay. That's a legitimate question. Yeah. 
Okay, welcome to Canadian History with Kathy Belcourt in Texas. <laughs> so the Northwest Passage is the area of the ocean that the Europeans would travel through to get to Canada to come in, especially through Manitoba. So you'd fly or you'd use your ship from England or, or France, go up around the top of Canada and fly. You would, in your boat, go through the Northwest Passage to try to come down yeah. into Hudson's Bay to get to the natural resources like the okay. timber and the beaver. Because Canadian, nothing's better than Canadian beaver. <laughs> wow, that's perfect. That was perfect. Well done, Spider. Oh, Spider, you are the man. Yes. Wow. Many large ships were lost in pursuit of Canadian beaver in the Northwest Passage. Zach, do you want to ask number five? No. Nope. Zach's frightened. I'll, 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 I'll ask. I'll be gentle with you, baby. Don't worry. A one-tusk walrus. Come on, John. Like, you could not have thought that was going to be I only know the literal. Okay. What is a Manitoba milk bag? <laughs> you know that one? Yes, because I'm from Manitoba. If I didn't know that, they would so kick me out. These are not PG. I'm things. not sure you no, should answer so. that no. one. You know how in the car we were discussing, so who does this? What, no, what is no, that no, hand no, thing? No, 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 no. That's fire. Fire. Because I'm going rock, home and rock, rock paper, scissors, scissors fire. fire. So it involves fire. Okay. And that's all uh, yeah, I can say. Okay, <laughs> okay, gotcha. Cool. Rock, paper, scissor, fire. fire. Okay. Well, right. Let's keep that. Let's clean. get this gong show yeah, back on yeah. track. How about that? <laughs> so swimming pool. Bring it back around yeah, yeah. here. Thank you. Alicia's <laughs> like, oh my god. I'm, like, I'm sweating over here, kind of going. But of course, leave it to John, right? You're right. So. Kathy, Mistress. how did you get started in the industry? So it was a summer gig for me. So I was working in a Chinese... Started the same way, summer gig. Right? Yeah, it's the best gateway drug ever. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was working in a Chinese food restaurant, and I had a friend who was working in the water lab the previous summer. And she had talked about how much money she made and how she worked so hard and made all this overtime and all this great stuff. And I was like, wow, like I'm schlepping chow mein and like living on tips, and I have to work every single holiday. And sometimes I get sent home early. It's unpredictable. I think I'm going to try to get into this place where you work. Because if you're listening to this, Kim, I apologize, but you've been out of the industry for a long time, so you're not going to She's not the smartest cookie in the jar. <laughs> so if she was working there, I'd be all right. So I put in my application and send a resume. Actually, I dropped off a resume because this is before the interweb. I am that old. And I get in for one interview, two interviews, three interviews, four interviews to test water. Like, just... Hello, hi there, how are you doing? Let me test your water. Let me get you this amazing product that you need. And upon being hired, I was informed that I'd been secret shopped at my Chinese food restaurant twice to make sure my customer service skills were up. So my hiring process is not quite that level. But did make me feel very valued. That much resources was put into the decision to hire me. So that was probably my first learning experience in the pool business is a bad hire is a bad hire. So invest in the front end so that you don't have to worry about your back end. And so then I started working there that summer. And between the enjoying customers and getting to know them as people and helping them make their lives better, one water test at a time. And it was just so fun. And like the chemistry part of it was really let by Allie. And at the time we had titration labs. And so titrating calcium was the color purple that my truck was. And so it had me at hello. (laughs) I couldn't leave. And it splashed on your white lab coat that you wore. (laughs) I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love the lab coats. (laughs) Instant professionalism. Like, how do you take an 18-year-old girl with uh, bleach blonde platinum hair? And it was the 90s, so it was, like, broader than my shoulders and probably, like, 
at least six inches off the top of my I'm head. I'm going like to need was, a picture of it this. It was just so big. You know, <laughs> it was big hair. It didn't move in the wind. So how do you take like that girl who's shy and quiet and who's never said no to anybody in their life, who won't say hello to a stranger, who makes no direct eye contact? Like, How do you take that person and help them speak to a professional man of a certain age with enough authority to ask them to listen to her to read that prescription and do what she's asking. You put a lab coat on her and tell her to talk lower and a little louder. (laughs) And then eventually, one day, she will break out of her shell and realize that all I have to do is just like smile at people and be myself and be enthusiastic and genuinely care about you as a human. And then magically, people listen to you. And a star was born. You are are very complimentary. I don't know what to say. You're the only person who's actually been able to make me not know what to say. Edgar only gave John and I one interview, and I think he's over there just, God, dog, it was. Should have invested in the front end. end. And and John, I'm thinking over here that Zach's going back and he's doing four interviews and he's going to go shop everybody, every employee that they get over there. What do you think? What I'm sitting thinking is like how brilliant that is. And that's what we've preached and I've talked about before. And in my previous life, we've had to hire and fire like thousands of people. And to this day, when I talk to business owners and they tell me it's hard to find good quality people and their usual tactic is throw out an ad on Indeed or Craigslist or whatever they're doing or throw a poster on the distribution wall and hope somebody calls and contacts you. And the reality is when you're interviewing somebody, you know it's a show. It is a show and it is orchestrated. They are on their best behavior. They are putting a show on for you. And the way we used to do it, when we had to hire for a store, I remember the first store we opened, we had about 175 people that we had to hire. And we rented an office and we set up a, an office where we did interviews. And our process was there was a total of three or four technically. They did an assessment. They did a first interview, a second interview, and the third interview was what the general manager. And then from there, you made job offer. But the majority of our client or the majority of our employees that we picked up, I had myself and my managers and my supervisors. What we did is as we were out and about, we would find people in their natural environments. And we wouldn't go in uniform. We would be just regular people shopping. And when you see somebody that impresses you, whether it's a barista, whether it's somebody at a Chinese store, whether it's a restaurant or a gas station or any or anybody you interact with, if you're there, you need business as always. You have to, it's game time all the time. And if you find somebody who has those qualities and are able to do it when they're not there performing or putting on a show for you, right? Or you watch somebody handle a situation, like a difficult situation, they do it very well, drop a business card, pull them aside, tell them how well they did, and let them know that if they're ever looking for work or if they ever want to work somewhere or, or try something different to get a hold of you or contact you. And then, it, and at the least, you just reinforced amazing behavior for that person because you recognized them outside of them working for you as a customer and saying, hey, I was very impressed with the way you handled yourself. I was thoroughly impressed with how you handled that situation or how you greeted me. Maybe, maybe they're content that they're working. You're not trying to steal them away, but at least it'll make them feel good about what they're doing and reinforce that behavior so they continue to do that. And then those people will teach others, especially their peers, and they're going to look at them and then it's infectious. And then it just creates a better environment for that company. And then for the next person that has a chance to interact with them. But in reality, you get phone calls back and people are like, oh yeah, let me hear about this. Or what do you have to offer? And then now, when you're interviewing with that person, you don't have to really worry about the games anymore, right? You don't have to worry about, are they bullshitting me? Are they just putting on a show? Or 
are they lying? And you're looking at eye movement and trying to gotcha questions. And it's more down to, hey, this is what you have the, the core characteristics or the values that I'm looking for, which are the most important things. You can't teach those to people. It's hard to teach that. And it takes years for that to change. And most people are that has those types of characteristics are embedded in them from birth and from the way they were raised at home. But skills, you can teach anybody that, right? We can teach anybody to service a pool or to test water or to do whatever it may be. So if you already have that out of the way, your ability to retain and keep good employees or have the right people on your team, that front end, drastically increases. So you got to think outside the box. And I think that's a good lesson of what you said. And look, and bless your soul, because now you're in our industry and look at the impact that you've done for people and what you've done. And if that probably never happened, you probably would never be here, right? For sure. I'm very lucky. Like I was put so in the right we. place at the right time yeah. with the right people. And when hiring, it's one of those things that I do on purpose because there's been a lot of times in my long and storied career that I have been put in positions that I'm naturally not comfortable with. And there's a fine line between helping somebody grow as a person and become better and trying to make them change who they are as a human. So when I'm hiring, I want to make sure that I'm just like you said, hiring for certain personality characteristics of who they are naturally and not put somebody that's introverted into an in the front of the house, in front of the yeah. customer thing. Or take somebody who's incredibly detail oriented and put them in a position where those things don't matter. But like cleaning a pool, caring for a pool, like scrubbing tubs, give me all of those people who yeah. have in, who have what's that like attention thing where you like ADHD, ADHD like come on babies I'm hiring by yeah. the way if you'd like to move to <laughs> yeah. Canada because it's naturally where their skills are and then every time that they do a good thing their serotonin bumps up and they're getting positive reinforcement for knowing that just because I'm different than this other person who's told me that this is a problem in my life it's not a problem I was just in the wrong place doing the wrong thing with the wrong people so the right people in the right place will always do the right thing Sorry, I didn't mean to hijack and turn this serious. We were having so much fun, and then all of a sudden I was like, I can't stop. This uh, is the good stuff, though. This, this is, is the good is, stuff right here. This is what I love. Kathy, could you talk a bit about what all your role is at Aquatech, what all that encompasses, what all your responsibilities are? So do you want me to start at the beginning? You got four hours, or just what I do now? <laughs> in the beginning, there was Kathy in the water, and she loved the science, and she liked getting to know customers. So first of all, let me start with, Every morning I have to make the decision to be a positive, enthusiastic person. It doesn't actually, like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm not like, either. I wake up and make a conscious decision. Today is the day that somebody's life becomes better because I said that one thing that they needed to hear that nobody else has said to them. That is my job. So the Water Lab helped me channel. We would have customers coming in and we'd have to pull their card from data files and we wouldn't know who their names were and it wasn't making people feel special. So as, like, a summer student who has nothing better to do, it became a personal challenge for me to know every customer by name. It was just like, how am I going to entertain myself today? Oh, I think I'm just going to try to remember everybody's name. Okay, I can't do that because there's too many people and I'm not that smart. So how about I start labeling water sample bottles with their name? So when I greet them, I can cheat and go, Mr. Jones, it's so great to see you today. Tell me about the kids. How's your golf game? Because that's pretty much 90% of people who you're going to see in a day have children and golf. And so I was able to create a connection. And then by the positive reinforcement that I got back from those customers, it let me know this is important. I need to do more of this and I need to make this contagious. Even though I have no vested interest in this company or the people that are in it, it was entertaining and it made me happy. Like retail will suck your soul dry. Being in pool service will suck your soul dry. It feels like you are doing selfless acts for people constantly 
without people acknowledging how important your job actually is until you choose to see that in yourself. And then it's amazing how many people will actually acknowledge it and say it back to you. So I started labeling water sample bottles and getting to know customers by name and, and getting enthusiastic about caring about them. And then I decided I didn't want to leave the whole business, that I was going to finish university and get a degree that is sitting somewhere in my house, maybe much to my grandmother's and mother's chagrin. But I love what I do. And I had two parents who were accountants who tolerated their jobs, but didn't love what they did. And I can make a comfortable living with something I love to do 90% of the time and meet amazing people 100% of the time. Why am I not going to choose that for myself and figure out how to make a living? Eventually, I didn't leave and I have a rule where I never say no, which is what brought me to Texas. And so eventually I was moved from the water lab to our service department where I started to really learn. Now, granted, I've had a pool my whole life, right? So I'm very lucky that I have appreciated what a pool brings to a family dynamic. I've appreciated the gift of water that people are giving their families. So I knew a little bit about pumps and filters and stuff just from my own pool but not what you actually need to know, right? They moved me from water testing to service, which means, hey, we think we should clean pools because we have three customers who've asked us to clean their pool. If you want to keep working and you want to make more money because you want to get out of your parents' house, you can go do that before work and after work. And so five o'clock in the morning, I was out there trying to figure it out. And 11 o'clock at night in the rain and the snow, I was trying to figure that out. Many tears later and many phone calls on pay phones because it was before cell phones. There, Nothing makes you... Okay, ready for the gong? Nothing makes you a bad bitch. <laughs> More than when you are driving in your truck to a payphone in hysterical tears because you can't get a pump primed. You're tired. You're hungry. You can't feel your hands. You're feeling stupid. And you have to call your male boss and say, I couldn't do it. Doesn't buy fire, right? Truly, there. truly. And so immediately at that moment in time, when you are told, we'll go back and figure it out or just leave. And then service will handle it. What do you mean service will handle it? No man is going to fix my problems. I am 22 I am years. Service. I am 22 years old, and I will figure the shit out. And so eventually, just it makes you who you are as a person by going through those challenges. Right? That was one moment where I was pushed in a positive direction, and with a different person in a different way, I could have had a broken spirit. But when you channel things in the right way and have the right person that you're directing as part of your team, it's really important to pay attention to when is a good time to push them and when is a good time to love them. So I went through the push, started doing the pool, the single pooler for a company thing. And then I grew that pool maintenance department because I started to enjoy it. And mama needed money for a down payment for a house. So I started talking to water testing customers about, oh, you don't want to clean your pool. I'll just come do that. I'll figure it out. That's Sunday mornings before church. You'd only need once a week. It's fine. So then we got 10 maintenance customers and I couldn't do it and still work in the store. So then we Okay, Kathy, you know what needs to be done. Go hire somebody. So I got to start hiring people and start Kathy's casting coach, which we can talk about or not talk about. And so then our pool maintenance department grew and then I got moved to service. And so I started running the service teams and started really appreciating how it's different to manage men of a certain age than it is to manage women because we had primarily younger women in the water lab. And then I got to do both run the water lab and service and practically have a nervous breakdown. And then eventually our company, the owners retired and we got sold to private equity a couple of years ago. And they did a copious amount of interviews with the team and found that they didn't want to hire outside. They wanted people who were within the industry who knew the business just to grow the business because we're a financial investment. And now there's three of us in the company that are putting the direction forward. So feel 
valued and appreciated and important and like all of the great ideas that I have had can now be put into place. But now I have gray hair and tears and a drinking problem for a different reason. <laughs> it's not that I can't prime a pump anymore. Now that it's I have 150 people and their families to feed. It's a different thing. So Aquatech obviously has a retail location. Yeah. Talked about service or maintenance. You guys do repairs and you also do renovations, correct? Yes. Yeah. So pool renovations and pool service and pool maintenance are one of my passion projects because there's so many beautiful bodies of water that are out there that are of a certain age. If I could get some work done, I would absolutely do that. <laughs> so much like an aging pool liner, I'm a little wrinkly and a little faded. So nothing can bring more joy to a faded backyard and make people appreciate their space more than a renovation refresh can or even just a properly maintained pool. Like Having somebody who thinks that having a pool is a pain in the tuchus and then going in and hiring a pool professional to take care of it so that thing can now bring them joy as opposed to being an anchor around their neck is really exciting and brings me a lot of fulfillment because people in their life have three places, right? You have your home, you have work, and then you have your special place where you are at your very best that recharges your batteries and makes you better. And if that happy place is something that I can help you with that's out your back door, that you can have a better relationship with your kids, that you can talk to your teenage daughter who's a royal pain in your ass, that you can reconnect with your spouse in a more intimate way and make you a better family, and I can help you do that, then I have made the world better one family at a time, and then it's worth every single gray hair and tear. I want to jump in real quick. We have a debate going on, and we have a lot of pool professionals in the room. Is weekly cleaning of swimming pools service, or is it maintenance? <laughs> it is everything. In our store, we call them the clean team. And they are the perfect combination of service technician and water technician and caring human and hard ass. You have to be everything when you're in the clean team. So I'm not going to say whether it's service or whether it's maintenance. They come in and throw a whole curve to the whole thing because they don't call it either one. No, it's they call own, it clean team. It's its own very <laughs> special thing. I don't care how your clean team identify. whatever, However they identify is valid and true. But I am going to say that pool maintenance and care and cleaning is so chemistry related that it's not just service. But you have to have an eye for details to find the things on the pad that are broken and a preventative eye for problems because the last thing that you need is for your pump to fail, for a dirty filter to make you look stupid for a pool to be leaking and somebody not know about it. Like you have to know everything about everything and care deeply about everything to be a clean team individual. So yeah, good on you. Like the best people in the world are people with a pole. So there you go, Zach. You didn't get an answer. <laughs> do, want, that's, do I get a vote here? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I have to say that originally I would have said pool service is the weekly but I think I've just been bombarded by the industry. I have to say, weekly's maintenance and services repair. The West Coast more. I, wish <laughs> I just came from there. I am not going back. <laughs> not today. <laughs> I can't take any more red-eye flights. <laughs> John, I'll put my two cents in. Services cleaning. Don't worry about it. It is, I right? Yeah, yeah, services cleaning and, and, and maintenance is doing... See, and the reason why I look at That's it like this... That's why your hater look, says th service. Think of it like this, Zach, and you might change your mind. I think I might change your mind right now, right? When we say service, it's not... When you think of... And maybe that's the problem. And what we should change in the industry is because if you think of it as maintenance, then that's more of labor, work, 
whatever, not so much anything else. When we think of service, it's not only servicing the pool, but customer service, complete service in the backyard. If we give our techs a mentality that they're not servicing the home or servicing the customer, that sounds bad. I don't know. I don't, maybe I shouldn't say that. But think of it like that, right? So that's how we look at it. So it's customer service, I right? See it. I you see get it. what I'm saying? So it's service in the backyard. So to me, it's always uh, working in hotels. We always had a maintenance department, and the maintenance department yeah. only went up to fix yeah, things. It exactly. Was the oh, oh we got to call maintenance to come up and fix something, right? Yeah. And then service is something that you hire, and they come on a weekly basis. Like you have house cleaning service, you have landscaping service, you have pool service. When you need maintenance, then it's a one-time thing. When something breaks or whatever, you bring them out. So we got to go to the manufacturers, the haters, and they need to switch everything over from service hater to yes, yes, because they got it wrong. But then people are going to think it means maintain (laughs) hater, and maintain hater means keep it good. So I totally get that this is a thing, right? Yeah, (laughs) this is quite the chicken and egg debate. Oh my god, this (gasps) is getting out of control online. So Reyes, good morning. Let me do a couple quick shout. Oh, shout out to all of the people. Kevin, big shout out to you. Let's see, Maria, Michael, Benny is out there. Big shout out to you guys. And then they start jumping in, Jeanette, they start jumping in, Regis is on there as well. Big shout out to all you guys. Leslie's on listening. So let's see here. So we go here, weekly service is what they're saying for the service as weekly service. And then Leslie's going, services repairs. Maintenance is cleaning (laughs) because you are maintaining the pool. And then you are providing a service, so it's a service. So the debate continues. Yeah, so continue. basically, we got to nowhere. We got to not solve the issue. But I think I, I, think I might have chipped away fun. Zach a little bit there. Yeah, We have to come together over so, the next five so, years as yeah. an industry and yeah. find this yes. in the dictionary. You know what we need to do? Is well, we that's just, the thing. Like We need maybe like a director of education or something to create a dictionary. Right. Yeah. And then once we have what the, actual, already, what, know, right? what the actual dictionary she's, should be, yeah, no. is, is, she, then we can already, tell. He's already jaded, so she's that wouldn't count, so we would have to find somebody neutral. <laughs> hey, everybody, we are going to continue our conversation. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Kathy and Alicia. The Hyperpole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. 
Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical cost and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. We are in studio today, and we are talking to Kathy Belcourt from AquaTech and Alicia Stevens, Director of Education. <laughs> right? Thank you. Yes, that sounds wonderful. Does, yes, does yes, 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 it does. What's that, John? That's amazing. That's you amazing, see, right? You can see the grin on her face. <laughs> I'm like super excited. You're, you're Director awesome. of Education for Biolab. Yeah. Alicia Stevens. I've been smiling all week. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you. you. You absolutely Thank you. I truly that. appreciate it. Yeah. So anybody at any of the educational stuff that you've done at the Western, they had no idea that like the director was actually <laughs> like the but chicken I, charge. I wasn't yet. <laughs> you all knew her when she used to be. Yeah. So you know what? Actually, as we do that and we ask the next question, I'm going to go typing away because I need to go into the Pullman University and I need to change update that title. Update the profile. Uh, update oh, that profile. I'm going to update that yep. profile. Yep. It's going to happen right now after. My friend Jamie said, boy, you changed your email signature fast. <laughs> right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yes, had that I ready. did. You had it ready. <laughs> so we continue our conversation with Kathy. And so Kathy loved to talk about just obviously the differences between the U.S. and Canada. And in our conversation, you were talking that you guys open over 500 pools a year. You open, you close, you service about 130 pools. One of the things that I loved about being invited to the BioGuard convention was being able to meet with all those people and 
and learn all the different aspects. And John has talked about it, right? That I think from a lot of the pool pro side, that's almost like a natural progression, right? You get to that point where you do want to go into the retail. And so I didn't really get that understanding from the retail side, how much of a big operation it is. You think pool builder, that's a big operation. But when you start to talk about some of these retailers, you're opening 500 pools, you're closing 500 pools, you're servicing 130 pools, you're building, you're doing renovations. So can you talk a little bit about all those things that you do? And obviously, curiosity, like what are rates typical to Canada? And again, we're not sitting here trying, oh, let's talk about rates and do all that, but just to learn how that part of the business is different in Canada. So the most important thing I think to bear in mind is that Canadians tend to, we have this thing called the tallest poppy, where nobody wants to be the smartest person in the room. You don't want to stand out. Otherwise, everybody around you cuts you down and makes you all the same height. It's frowned upon to be. That is very Canadian, too. (laughs) We're all the same. We're all equivalently awesome. Don't you think you're special? Except that you're special. (laughs) We tend to value what we do and charge for it a little more easily, I think, than people that I've talked to in the States. Now, there's different components to our competitors. There are people who have a store and a building and overhead and the hunter trucks and stuff that we have that you have to maintain. And then there's smaller stores that might just do service and not do as much retail chemical. And then there's the single polars and everybody who's working hard and everybody does charge a little differently depending on what their infrastructure is. But I'll be 100% transparent. We are the highest charging place in Manitoba because we truly believe, well, because I know that we are the best place to shop with many good reasons. And we are not afraid to charge what we're worth, but we also know what it costs and we know our numbers and we pay attention to our numbers. So we have to plan for what we're actually going to charge to make sure that we're going to be in business another year to keep making families' lives better. So like a pool opening is $499 plus taxes. And that involves just removal of the winter cover, circulation startup, priming and testing equipment, making sure everything's tip top. Anything beyond that, like if heater doesn't fire or a pump won't prime or there's a leaking filter, that's an additional service call over and above. Hourly rate for pool service is $199 an hour, $299 an hour for service. And then we do a lot of flat rate diagnostic work. is a heater service call. So that's a diagnosis and the repair plus parts. Pool closing, $599. Weekly pool service, $89 a visit plus chemicals plus taxes. And it's billed separately and individually. So it's a completely transparent kind of thing. We need to make sure that we're paying our team well and that we're equipping them well. And I don't know how we feel about using brand names of stuff, but all of the products that we're using in a customer's pool are pro-grade BioGuard chemicals. We use the same chemicals for pool service that we do sell for retail. So you're using chlorinated sticks if it's a freshwater pool, smart shock, banish, pool complete. So we've got an enzyme in there every week. We're using borates on a regular basis to help make our service technicians' jobs easier to prevent like the pH bounce of everything. And just like create soft, just water. I always say borates are the most underutilized technology in the industry, so. Man, like they're just so smooth. Our borates. What are borates? Darn California. (laughs) Borate man over there. You said something super important, and we talk about this all the time, and it's knowing your costs. And one thing, I don't know if we've talked about it today, but your season is significantly different than like our season down here in Texas. And so 
I imagine it's even that much more important to really hone in on what the cost of service is, what the cost of overhead is, and what it just costs to run a business. So I love that because that's something that we talk about all the time. Everyone needs to really focus on that. It's much more forgiving in a 12-month season than it is in a six-month season. Yeah, it's super important. If I screw up, I'm screwing up. So I'm constantly in charge of the numbers. And I'm lucky enough that we have an in-house financial person who's, she is the smartest cookie in the Hey, Nicole, how you doing? Hope everything is great. P.S. I haven't spent much money. But being a cohesive team really helps. But I'm running reports literally every day, different reports on different days, but constantly checking timesheets. Like, we're how long were we in that yard for? Is this particular team member underpaid, overpaid? Are we maximizing our production? Are we ultimately accountable like to ourselves and to the customer? Because we really only do have between five and six months to make enough money to run the business for 12 because we are open 12 months a year. And so yeah, have to be in charge of it. Now, granted, having a seasonal part of things does allow us some forgiveness in terms of innovation where you might not have the opportunity to really focus in on your marketing or growth of your company or evaluate the end of year numbers. What are the actual costs? What are my credit card charges? I have November, December, January, February, March to do a deep dive and go, oh, so this company is charging me 3%. This company is charging me 5%. What's my level of service that I'm getting? Can I be saving whatever amount of dollars per year by charging, by going to a different vendor? You don't have time to evaluate the nuts and bolts of your business without being pulled into a bunch of other places. We are truly blessed that we have that time. So I can spend a couple of weeks with Alicia and then also just come home and then work on my marketing, right? I don't have to try to be doing that on the fly while I'm still giving a great customer experience. So there's positives and negatives to both. But let me tell you, would I love a day where I could actually make a consistent amount of money? It's, inter- <laughs> it's interesting that we talk about cash flow all yeah. the time and how it can be such a great thing, but it can also be very detrimental if we're not paying attention. And one of the things that we talk about is like if you were to just hit pause and let everything kind of balance out, everything going out, go out, everything coming in, come in, what would that number look like once the dust settled? Would it be a positive number or a negative number? But with the 12-month season, you're constantly just, you've got the next month coming in and the next month coming in. So it's interesting because that is something I would like to just hit pause and then let's see. Cable trade places first for a 12-month period. Yeah. You can come up to Canada and <laughs> I don't know I'll, if I know my numbers I'll, that well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know your numbers by the time we're done. Tradesies, fun. I want to talk a little bit about what you said too. And I think we've said it for years where we believe that we have an important role in the backyard. We have talked about it over and over again, but as a service technician, when you go out there, you're truly a professional. You're in charge of some very important things, not just netting a pool and vacuuming. I always tell our clients when we go out to quotes, I go, you can hire anybody to net a pool and to vacuum a pool. Seriously, you can get your kid to do it. That's not our priority there. My number one priority is water management, right? To make sure this water's clean, safe, so your family's protected. And then secondly, to make sure that the equipment in this vessel is protected as well so that you're not spending money and you have an amazing experience in this backyard. That's our number. And then cleaning is secondary. Anybody can do that. And of course, that's part of doing the job and part of maintaining the pool correctly, but it's not the hard part. Anybody can learn to do that. So having the confidence, and when you talk about being proud and saying, yeah, we are the most expensive out there, and it's hard for a lot of people to get to that point because they lack that confidence and they feel like they can't, for some reason, I'm not quite sure what it is, and I think that's what we're trying to break through, is you can understand how important their job is. And once they get that, and then they educate themselves, and they truly become the professional, 
then they feel great about what they're charging because they know they're providing a service and they know its value and that I'm not ashamed of it. And that it's fair. Like it is I am, fair. More, I'm not going out there yeah. and raping somebody. No, I am going out off. with a set profit margin that I know that I have to make to keep our team employed yeah. and our company growing. And this is what it costs. This is what the price is for the level of service that I promise you will always be happy. And that's all that it is. Yeah. When we go into a backyard, we tell customers and we give a price. I go, we have a minimum, right? This is our minimum. And I don't care if you have a 1,000 gallon pool or a 15,000 gallon pool. This is what I'm going to cost for us to go back here. The minimum. And we don't just throw this number on the wall. That's what I need in order to maintain or to provide the service that we expect to give. And then also, too, I mean, we have to take into consideration up in Canada as well that it's a hostile work environment. You guys got to deal with, like, bears and, like, moose. <laughs> and booters. like, some frigid conditions. Winter spa service costs more conditions. because of yeah. the booter factor. Yeah. It's the truth. So are the technicians out there, are they packing? Because there oh, might they're be packing. A, yeah. Yes, it's always important to have a change of clothes because yeah. in Winnipeg, we can have all four seasons yeah. happen in one day, right? Yeah. So we will have snow and then it will get to be plus 20 and then it's going to torrentially pour on you. You've got to be prepared. But we do charge different rates in winter than in summer because a service call does take longer and we have to have different tools and we have to have different preparation. Just proof that like our numbers are so important. And if we could charge less, we would because it would be way easier to sell more things if you charge less. But then that has to come from somewhere and that's going to come from the customer experience. And because of our passion for people, it's not something we can compromise. And I don't think that anybody who takes the time to care about what they do and is listening to you guys who have the mentality of we're making a safe space for people to be in our be better in our industry. Anybody who's listening right now is not the kind of person who's not going to be deeply caring about people. But to care about them, you have to service them properly and you have to charge them. You need to know your worth, and I think you guys are a perfect example of that. Know your worth, and we've been preaching that. So I have a question. You were very transparent. You're the highest price in Manitoba. It's hard to say for Canadians. I know. That's tough. tough. And know your worth. So I absolutely agree, and I think that's where a lot of people fall short in a lot of different industries, but specifically ours. We've had discussions about what do you charge per call, and how do you get that, and what goes into that, et cetera. So I guess my question for you is highest price in Manitoba means you bring the most value. What does that look like compared to your competitors? What do you do differently that lets you be the highest price in Manitoba? And you're obviously doing it and getting it because your business is doing well and you are making enough money to stay open another year. So what does that look like that's different from what everyone else is? Without sounding like a self-help group, excellence in execution. And that doesn't sound (laughs) self-help. If I ever get a tattoo, that'll probably be my tramp stamp. Excellence in execution. But really, it's working with incredible supplier partners, right? And doing education and finding out what technology is new and what can I use of this technology that's going to make me different. What makes me different than everybody else. So what makes us different is education of our staff and education of our customer and then letting them make the choices that each of them need to fulfill who they are. So we will service whatever needs done, whenever it needs done, to whatever extent you need. As an employee, you can work here as much or as little as you like for as long or as short as you like, so long as it's a win-win-win relationship. Good for the person, good for the customer, good for the company. And we're really, truly blessed to have incredible partners who feel the same and do the same, who are bringing out new technology, who are there to support us. I don't know how pool service in the States works because we're so retail focused. I have a rep for BioGuard, right? And so if I say, hey, these are my numbers, what am I not 
purchasing enough of? Where am I missing the boat? And how can you help me sell more algaecide, as an example? How can you help me do better? Like, where do you see my gaps? It's like getting a free business coach. And I'm sure that there are guys and gals in the truck. There's got to be, like, Heritage is doing a lot of good stuff, right? Like, I don't know that much about them as a company, but it really sounds like having people support you to help you grow and depend on them. Because I don't have infinite resources. We're just a little company in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Like, we're only 750,000 people, which really means only 3% of those people will have a pool or hot tub, right? We're itsy-bitsy comparatively to, to many of the big guys down here. So it's depending on good people to be good to us and asking for help when we need help, but being dramatically different. So we we do treat people with caring. We're an educational-based company. The last thing I want to do is sell somebody a heater. I know that sounds silly, but like every other company in Winnipeg prices their pool equipment to be what keeps their lights on. I price our chemicals to be preventative so that I never have to sell you a heater again. I never want you to buy a heater because you've taken such immaculate care of your water from a retail perspective. Or our service team has done so good that your equipment has outlived its expected life expectancy. Because eventually, things just naturally break due to age. But I don't want the premature wear of a chemical imbalance to be costing you more money. So we focus our resources on preventative care and maintenance as opposed to fixing broken stuff. So I want to ask, because out there and John talks about it all the time, the good, better, best. And there's a strategy. There's people that can fall into good, better, and best, and they can succeed, and they have their strategy aligned with that. What, for you, has driven the mentality to focus on the high-end VIP premium service? I think it naturally just is where all of our supplier partners are within the market. So we're selling premium-grade product, so they're the pro-grade ones. We sell the higher-end pool equipment, so we're a Pentair dealer. We're at the upper end of costs for those particular, so we specialize in that. And honestly, from a business strategy, we know that by focusing on giving the best experience possible and having a premium experience for a customer, we're going to have the people who have the highest income, which will be least affected by financial instability. So as a company, we're preparing ourselves to be the last men standing in a financial apocalypse, because if something bad happens to financial stuff, our particular customers are going to be affected, but not as affected as somebody who is not in that upper part of the market. So they're a little more resistant to change, which means our business is more stable. We're at less risk. Absolutely. So do you see other companies up there getting to price wars or is there a race to the bottom? Everybody's a race to the bottom. Oh my goodness. And it just drives me nuts. Do you people not understand that you have value? Do you not understand? There should be no such thing as a race to the bottom unless you want to be a bottom feeder. If you are the kind of person who just, like, if you chase ambulances, great. Have a really good time. But there's enough customers to go around for everybody. Truly. If we all respected each other enough to make, you can focus on this thing that you're passionate and care about. And I'm going to focus on this thing that I'm passionate and care about. So I'm going to get these customers. You're going to get those customers. It's all going to be great. The red ocean strategy. I stay away from a red ocean because the sharks are eating everybody and there's nothing but blood. I want to stay on the blue part of the ocean where I am the only shark swimming around with all the other dolphins. 
I was telling Alicia over there that she could look in the app because I already updated her t- title to Director of Education on the app. Awesome. Yeah. So I was and telling you her. Better believe I will. So I thought we were skin and marine eating. I actually have another question for you. We talk about the race to the bottom, and you're right, there's certainly a place for that. And Edgar, I'm going off script. I apologize. No, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so I have a question for you just because we've known each other a long time and I've watched you build your career and and I'd say you and your company are on the race to the top. You have inspired well, me to do what I do. I appreciate that very much. And that kind of leads me to my question, not me specifically, but so you and I were women in an industry that were definitely a minority. And I think across the board, and I know Edgar and Pool Nation has been very involved in building up the women in the industry and really getting some power behind it. The fact that we're underrepresented as a gender, and sometimes our path is a little bit more difficult as we move our way through. So just on your kind of journey to the top and your journey with your company, how do you feel like being a woman in the industry has been a disadvantage to you? Or do you feel like you just another person trying to make their way in the just industry. Just fine. <laughs> so that's a, a, that's a great question. And leave it up to you to ask me ones that get me all verklempt. <laughs> so I'm not going to say a race to the top. I'm going to say a race to where I am right now because I'm always trying to do better and be better. Fair enough. I stand. Not a correction. <laughs> just a like for me as a person, I'm like, I'm not the kind of person who's going to. I'm from the prairie. So you can see your dog run for three, three days, days. right? Yeah. So we are all on the same plane. It's just where I want to be within that horizontal place. So right now, I'm incredibly happy in my place and constantly walking, moving forward to try to find my dog. Mentorship is incredibly important. And I'm very lucky that I had a powerful mentor that helped me at the right time, but also had amazing women for inspiration because my mentor was, I'm going to say it, a misogynist. And it's very difficult to be a shy, introverted individual and have a powerful personality making you feel like you cannot accomplish what you want to and that your ideas are not what they should be. But I learned amazing things through that difficult relationship about how I don't want to be. Much like my husband's dad was an alcoholic, so guess whose husband doesn't drink? So you learn what to do and what not to do. So I do truly believe that this is the best, and Janie and I were talking about the other day, the best place in the world for women is the pool industry. Because it is so flexible and it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're a single mom, if you're a married person, if you're coming back into the workforce after being out for a certain period of time, if you are an 18-year-old girl, there is something for you here that you can do and will love to do and will be very, very good at. But you just have to find the right mentor to help you because mentorship is incredibly important and we are really underrepresented. And I think that we're just slowly about to take over. And just slap Watch the out, snot. Gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> but like spaces like this and places like this for women to connect with other women are incredibly important. And so thanking allies of women like yourselves for creating that space is invaluable. And just making sure that it actually gets used. Again, I'm lucky enough to have met some incredibly inspiring women who have helped me reach the potential that I have had. And without them, I would be nothing. But I'm hoping that with my big bitch personality, (laughs) then I can maybe help cut through the jungle so that more women can walk the path and the path can become wider and wider for more and more women coming forward. No, it has not been easy, but it hasn't been. Any hardships that I've had have made me better at what I do, but I don't want any other woman to have to feel a hardship. I would much rather teach them what I learned so they don't have to experience them themselves and they can walk the wide path into greatness. 
And John, maybe you and Zach can weigh in on this just a little bit more curious than anything. I think we're starting to close the gender gap on the service maintenance, whatever you want to call it. We're still debating it. (laughs) Side of the business, retail tends to be more female driven anyway. That's just where the chips tend to fall. I think we're starting to see a little bit of a closing of the gap just on the other side, on the construction and service and maintenance side of the business. Just curious more than anything. I agree 100%. I think we are as well. It's a slow journey. This is not an overnight thing. And I think it takes a generation worth of work for it to turn where we've been as an industry. And Kathy, we had this conversation yesterday downstairs when we were from the studio and we were kind of talking about just human nature between women and men and their personalities and what they are and who they are. And us as an industry, what we're trying to do is change the mentality of how a pool service or a pool boy or whatever is looked upon, right? We want people to be proud to say, I service pools. I'm a pool guy, right? And that's what I do. And we want people to think and say, oh, wow, that's a very important job. I always say when you go into the backyard with the customer, it's a fight to see who's the lowest on the totem pole. Is it the gardener? Is it the pool guy, right? And I'm thinking, dude, we should be way up top, right? Above electricians, above plumbers, above everybody. We're chemists, we're electricians, we're plumbers, we're engineers, we're service technicians, we're psychiatrists, we're life coaches. <laughs> Cleaning you know, crew. We, are, we're, I mean, we do it all. And if you do it properly, your job is very important. And I think what we're starting to see in the industry is when we are bringing in wonderful women in this industry, by nature, women are more nurturing, they're more trusting, they're more relatable when it comes down to having a conversation with people and leveling up the industry. And changing the type of person that's in the backyard helps change the perception of who we are as a pool industry. And I think more and more women we have doing that, instead of the old dogs that are out there that are grumpy and crabby and I just want to get in and out miserable at what I'm doing. I've never seen a woman in a backyard or servicing or I've spoken to in the industry that isn't just an amazing, beautiful person, really. But we take longer because we're saving bunnies. So, yes, (laughs) I do see it. And tidying up the pool deck. (laughs) And to us, I think in a perfect world, I'd like to have all women technicians working for me in the company because I think they bring just a special piece that some men have a difficulty doing. And I personally believe, I think you were talking about how do you feel about being a woman in the industry and whether you felt like it was, Alicia, when you were asking Kathy about it, I think being a woman in industry is actually an advantage. That's how I look at it, right? Because you just naturally have an advantage personality-wise and who you are as a lady. But there's not saying that there aren't any challenges as far as stereotypes and shit like that that we all have to deal sure with. There but, are. Yeah. but if you're a strong woman like you are and a strong woman like you and mama out there and you're able to deal and sort through all the bullshit, then you can excel and you can do anything you want here. And you made another point too when you were talking about your first mentor. To me, I look at it and I had a big smile on my face because normally people or a guy would think that if you had a piece of shit as a boss, that's what he is. And you wouldn't think of him as a mentor if they treated you bad or how they were. And usually we shut them down and I'm not going to listen to you or you're a prick or I'm only going to do what I need to do. Or my mentality has always been that, especially in my previous life, was we would team up with different stores and we had a GMIT program where it was a general manager in training. We would go to different districts and stuff and we would purposely put people in struggling GMs, right, in areas. And we'd like, why are we training somebody there? Is because sometimes it's more important to learn what not to do than it is to learn what to do. So you can take those lessons and like you said, and hey, I know I don't want to be this type of leader. 
And I want to be able to create an environment where people that new women that are coming in the industry don't have to go through that. And truthfully, it takes a certain type of person to be strong enough not to just say, screw it, I'm out of this. I'm not going to be treated right. I'm going to go somewhere else where I'm going to be respected or feel more comfortable working in like front end retail side of it. But strong women like you that help pave the way for more timid women that don't have that quite tiger mentality, but are still can be an amazing asset and don't have to go through that drama and the trouble and all the trials and tribulations that you did. And I think that's what's great in that change now because hard, finding hard, like strong women to join our industry is tough already. Many strong women are born, yeah. but way more strong women are made. Are created. And that's a personal choice that you have to be okay with if you're choosing to be that kind of lady. So I think it's a more inviting environment now or industry than, than it used to be, which is allowing more women to feel comfortable jumping in instead of just saying, screw this, I'm going to go work some more. I'm appreciated and I'm not going to feel like that. That's just my personal opinion. What do you think, Zach? No, I agree. And as I'm looking at competition and monitoring job ads and what's circulating around, I'm seeing a lot more women in the pool technician position. And just from our personal experience, we haven't had any women join our maintenance team yet. And it's something that we're actively like, come on. But just having Leslie, like, it is so important. Like, she's answering the phone. It's completely different interaction with the customer than it is with me. I'm nice. I'm not mean. But she just has a way of getting people to soften up and be lighter. And even with the team and the engagement aspect, like, the guys really open up to her. There's just a different level of connection that goes on. So my growth goal is like one of my drivers is to create more opportunity. And I've talked about it before. Like I want to create in-house HR professionals, in-house professionals. And I think that's the perfect way to bring more women into the industry because maybe they don't want to do the pool maintenance tech side of it. But if we have another opportunity that's fitting, then perfect. Yeah, with that said, I don't think we we're ready to announce this, but since Alicia's here and Alicia's going to be part of it, I say we talk about it, right, Alicia? Sure, let's talk so about it. So August 25th, we're going to have the first Women's Summit, Pool Nation Women's Summit. And so this year we decided to do something a little bit different. Last year we did a women's networking event, and this year we decided how can we, A, continue that safe space? Because that was one of the things that the women said, Don't please don't let this be the only time that this happens. And so a typical fashion, it's like, how do we give them a safe place, but how do we make it better? How do we give them something even better than last year? So talk to Alicia, talk to Jamie, talk to Leanne, talk to Janie. We talked to a couple of the women and got the feedback. And so what we decided to do is a women's summit, but really something where women can go and learn different leadership skills, skills that they could use in the workplace and give them that safe space. So August 25th at Heritage Corporate Office, we're going to be holding the first annual Women's Summit. And so what we're going to do is Alicia is going to be our MC. which how exciting was that? <laughs> it was like, we needed somebody to MC, And it was like, Alicia, right off the bat. But we're going to be doing a... I think my answer was, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be doing a couple different things. So the first one is a public speaking. So it'll be a four-hour kind of public speaking for women. We're going to be doing a Q&A with a couple powerful women in the industry, some CEOs, some sales of VPs of sales and marketing and stuff like that. And then we're going to be doing something which I thought was neat. And that is that 
women will actually have to write about themselves, what they think about themselves, and then they'll be paired with other women at the event. And then what they will do is after they've spent the day together, they will actually sit down and grab what that person wrote. And now these people that have met that person take what they wrote and build it up, right? Because I think most of us, we tend to be like, oh, I don't want to make it sound that good. But a lot of times people see your strength. So we're going to do that as well. And it'll be an all-day event. It'll be from like 8 to 6. So anyway, so August 25th, we spilled the tea. And we'll give more details as we get closer to that. Nicole, if you're listening, Kathy's going to need a little more travel budget. (laughs) (laughs) I will walk for choirs. (laughs) We have time for one more question. And it's a good one. It is a good one. So, Kathy, I want to ask about the retail side. Because we have a lot of pool pros that tell us one of the steps to be able to have or one of their steps or their progression in their journey. Usually, it's as a service provider, when you first start, there comes a point where in order to grow, you have to expand or you have to figure something out and you come to a crossroads. And usually, or traditionally, it's you come to the Y in the road and it's either to the right and you become a builder or you go to the left and you have a retail store. And then from there, the trifecta is not only do you do service, but you do retail and then you also do building, right? You encompass your complete solution. As service, we don't really talk much about the retail side. As service professionals, it's usually the natural transition is from service to building, not really from service to retail. Really? Yeah. That's how it's looked upon, especially in our area or at least in the States or at least for the people that we interact with. And I view it completely different. I think both, or I think it's equally, you can go either way. But I want you to talk a little bit more about your retail side, and you spoke about breaking it down into different sections. Can you talk about those and what it means to Aquatech? Sure. We can talk about that for days. So in the retail side of things, in my experience, service is so challenging because you're dealing with people the 1% of the time when they're at their very worst. They're having their worst day because something is broken and something has let them down and something is whatever. On the retail side of things, you're dealing with them on the 99% of the time that there's no problems. And so you can create these really meaningful relationships and prevent customer defection and get them to be part of your family and have them understand you as a company and your direction so that when they do need service, they're not going to ask for anybody else because they trust you because you trust them. And it's part of the relationship building. So on the retail side of things, we have chemicals, we have parts. We also consider retail part of our sales process for how we get to building. So selling hot tubs, selling new pools, selling pool renovations, all of that we technically consider retail. But the chemical part of it is really where my passion is because it's where I started, right? It's what I have the most intimate knowledge of. And I don't understand how you can do pool service and not think about retail as being the easier route to go as opposed to building because you already have that knowledge of chemistry. You already have some of those skews that you're dealing with on a daily basis. You already have the knowledge of what to add to a pool and when and how often to get the best pool possible. So all you have to do is then leverage that experience into a, if I'm not putting it in the pool, if you're putting it in the pool, here's what you need to do to see me as little as you want me to. And get an automatic pool cleaner, get yourself some borates, throw some enzymes in there and bada boom, bada bing, Bob's your uncle. You're going to use as little chlorine as possible. Sell salt systems. Like if you're installing a heater, you can just sell a heater. If you're installing a pump, you can just sell a pump. So the retail portion of things just seems to be the natural place to go if you have comfort and service and you're looking to grow in other places because you've already got the infrastructure. 
Amen. You are literally a mobile retail store. Exactly. Exactly. So it should be the natural thing. You are a mobile retail store. And if you're not, if you don't think of yourself that way, then there's a lot of growing you need to do or a lot of opportunities you have to maximize your, your current business. But you're right. That's exactly what you are. You're a mobile retail store. It's actually a really interesting way of looking at it that I've never considered. Yeah. You could come out to Texas and start John's and just drive like I'm a serious, big right? truck I'm, around. <laughs> for real. All right. Hey, guys, let's do this. Let's take our final word from our sponsors. And when we come back, I'm going to get to Zach and John's final thoughts. Maybe I'll get Kathy's because I think hers I will think be kind of interesting, yeah. right? The HyperPole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals. Featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series 
Series FOSS Remove or FOSS Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. We are talking to Kathy. We're talking to Alicia. Before I jump into final thoughts, I do want to give a big, huge shout out to Nicole and Aaron. And they are also, Nicole is with Aquatech, but had the pleasure of meeting her out at the show at BioGuard and just amazing people, amazing people, very detailed. So we were sitting down at the table and Aaron went to go get some drinks and he knows that I don't drink. So he brought me a, a cup of ice water and he said, I know that you don't drink, here's some ice water. And then he had a blast as well because he went to the convention and he went to do all the touristy things out there, but just absolutely amazing people. So shout out to both of you out there. And one of the funnest dinners I've ever had. I must say that dinner was a lot of fun. Once I was yelled from the back of the car that there was a brain boner in the car, (laughs) we went to have dinner and you should have seen me. I was like following Kathy all the way through. She didn't notice. And I'm like, I am sitting across from this lady because this is going to be a good (laughs) evening here. And you know what? It did not disappoint. I just tell you that. So Zach. I'm going to do the voice for Kathy because she makes fun of me. <laughs> Zach, final thoughts. First off, I want to, is that is that a five-hour energy over there? That's John's. He drank it and put it over on my side. John, you're creating a monster. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the time, and the conversations with the other pros, these are the conversations I love, and I'm, as you like, the business strategy, the how to put things together and be innovative. That's what drives me. And so I love hearing all the different processes. I know we talked a lot about it yesterday as well, the different strategies that you have that you put in place. And it's there's a lot of things like, oh, man, that's really cool. I didn't even think about it. And it's, it, to hear it and hear how you've been able to put some of these things in place and be successful with it, that's exciting to me. So thank you for coming out and talking business with us and talking shop and We're moving into a bigger location. We're working on it right now. And now I'm going, oh man, retail. We tried that before. It wasn't as glorious, but I think knowing where we're at now and knowing what we know now, it's, oh man, I might have to call Kathy and pick her brain on some of this stuff. I can fly down and help. I am not against flying all over North America, helping people like transition their business to be whatever it has to be as my way of giving back to what the industry has given me. Thank you for having me here because it Every time I listen to Pool Nation, I get an idea that I've put into place. So anything that we've shared is probably because of you in the first place. So thanks. Oh, thank you. And Alicia, thank you for surprising us. And Oh, it was well worth the I, effort it I, took to get here. I'm so. just excited I, had a good time. I got a hat. I have a hat now, which I left behind my fault, not yours, in California. So thank you for remembering. I'm on a hat collecting tour this year. I do think we should have Zach's monthly reading list, like Oprah's book list, because you gave me some good books yesterday, and I started to Google them last night, so I I think you should be like Oprah. You should have a Zach's reading list. I think that would be something that you could bring to all of us out there. Let me know what you think. Oh, I will. We'd have to compare John's reading list versus Zach's reading list. That'd be interesting. I bet they look a little different. (laughs) (laughs) It's like his feet. Stay out of his feet. (laughs) John, final thoughts. 
Look, I'm going to make mine short and quick, and I want to pass all my time over to Kathy. But before I do that, I want to say thank you so much for coming out here and doing this. We know you didn't have to, and we really appreciate it. And we think it's extremely important to get your message out because, like we talked about, these are the types of things that inspire others. And I'm sure there's a pool girl out there or a wife of a pool guy out there that is listening to this and is going to help give them maybe just a little bit more courage so that they can jump into the business and have an impactful or an impact on the industry like we talked about that I think women do bring forth. So I'm going to shut up and I'm going to pass my final thoughts over to you, Kathy. Final thoughts. Deep thoughts with Bill Court. Thank you so much for having me. This is the most fun I've had with my clothes on. Actually have to legitimately <laughs> to say thank you for that. And for surprising me with Alicia, the best birthday gift I have ever Happy had. It was able to see her. But just goes to show like your caring nature as people starting this whole pool nation revolution goes not just to the podcast that you make and the amazing app that you have built, but your depth of caring for people to do something so kind for me, little Canadian, to bring my American friend all the way across the country and for you to give up your amazing life just to see me for a few hours. This is what makes our business a beautiful business. This is what makes us do what we do. The spouses that we have that are helping support us in literally something that from morning till night we are committed to doing friends that are supporting us, that are inspiring us, that are making us better. You show that every single week and remind us all of how important it is. Like when mama's sitting right there and when I get to meet your beautiful wife and see how respectful and loving you are of your beautiful wife who's at home, who should be buying a puppy, by the way. I think it's just that it's inspirational and incredible on so many levels, not just business, not just personal, but that the world is becoming a safer, more beautiful space because of the selfless acts that you have given us that we should keep giving back to you. And then it's just going to be this gigantic snowball because I'm Canadian. There's got to be a snow analogy rolling downhill and getting bigger and faster. And once it gets to a level, you can't stop. And I think that you guys have done that, that we're all downhill from here in the best possible way. We definitely yeah. appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think we're going to end uh, the podcast there because I, I can't top that, Kathy. Whatever I say, people are going to finish the podcast and just be like, Spider's just going to cut it off. <laughs> yeah, Spider's going to do like at the commercial, just shut up, and move right, on, boom. Edgar. So I do want to thank you, Alicia, for coming out, Director of Education Director. for BioLab. <laughs> if you have not checked it out, go to the app. You can see her instructor profile with her title on there. Thank you so much for coming out. I know that you were gone for two weeks and for you to do that travel, to do that overnight. I know it was special for Kathy, but it's also special for us, the fact that yeah. you're taking I, the time I've to been that. saying I want to do the podcast live, so um, now I'm hooked. So right? I'm going to be knocking on your door all the time. You got space for me? You got space for me in <laughs> yes, here? <laughs> always. I'll tell you what. So we put it down here on the air. Open invitation. We open invitation for May, and we will do a podcast with you on the Director of Education with BioGuard. I would love to do that. BioLab, yes, right? Yes. Oh, take a look at some dates in May, okay. and then let me know what works for you, and we will all come back here, and, Let's do it. and that'll be all about you. That sounds perfect. All sounds right. great. <laughs> so, Spider, I want to thank you also for jumping in to saving this a couple times. And I do what I can. And I know that you, while we were at break, he told me that he censored every single one of them, so I didn't have to worry. Nobody online saw it, so we're good. So, Jenny, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you always, the support. Everybody, have a great weekend. You will catch me and John next Wednesday on the Instagram Live. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.